Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Well, how is it? Do you have a good week? It's Friday. Call a friend, tell him he's on the news and stuff right after this. When's the last time you felt the presence of God in your life? I don't simply mean an intellectual recognition of the fact that God is with you because he's everywhere. You're saved, the Holy Spirit within. I mean, rather a heartfelt realization that God is personally, intimately abiding with you. If you're like many believers, it's been a while since you've really felt his presence, and too many people go about their daily lives with a genuine sense of God's closeness. But so many do not, and that is a tragedy. God knows. He absolutely knows how difficult life can be, and he knows every detail of every struggle you're ever going to face as a believer in Jesus Christ. You can trust your Heavenly Father to keep His Word. He is with us right now, and He always will be. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. How about a clean slate with God? And a good place to start? Psalm 139, 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. What in the world is going on? A civil war, maybe? Talking about the federal government versus the state government. Could this be happening? You know, as the great state of Texas faces a potential standoff between the state National Guard forces and the federal border patrol on the border at Eagle Pass, the state's top lawman said the crisis gives the impression that uh, O'Biden has cut a deal with the cartels controlling parts of the boundary there. Isn't that something? Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has said on Thursday that he's not entirely sure what Biden's next move's going to be if the Supreme Court signaled the feds could take down razor wire and the state-controlled Shelby Park while not explicitly prohibiting Governor Abbott from putting it back up. As far as a showdown, I don't know what O'Biden is going to do with all this. So far, it seems like every decision he's made has been a bad decision. Well, obviously... A bad decision for the United States. He is cooperating, not just cooperating, but he's literally in partnership somehow with these Mexican cartels. Wow. It is a new America. It's a flood of evil. It is wicked. Nothing new, nothing surprising, or is it? The Republican National Committee, the NRC, is reviewing a draft resolution that if it's approved, it's going to declare Donald Trump the party's presumptive 2024 presidential nominee, even as Nikki Haley continues to wage a vigorous campaign against the president, the frontrunner, really. This new draft that just came out Thursday morning was proposed by David Bossy, NRC committeeman from Maryland and a close Trump ally. His effort to put the National Party on a general election footing behind Trump follows NRC chairwoman Rana Big Daniel saying after the former president defeated Haley in Tuesday's New Hampshire primary that it was time now, time for Republicans to unite behind the front runner and focus on defeating fake President Joe Biden. I said the fake President Joe Biden. Uh-huh. Sounds good to me. How about you? Alabama finally did it. They executed a convicted murderer with nitrogen gas yesterday putting him to death with a first-of-its-kind method that once again placed the United States at the forefront of a debate over capital punishment. The state said the method would be humane, but critics called it cruel. 
and too experimental. Officials said Kenneth Smith, 58, pronounced dead at 8.25 last night at an Alabama prison after breathing pure nitrogen gas through face masks to cause oxygen deprivation. Mark the first time that a new execution method has been used in this country since lethal injection, now the most commonly used. That was introduced back in 1982. Okay, before I get this one on the air, just hand me my gun right there. What in the world is happening in Canada? This is just insane. A report blowing up that there is a a 50-year-old man identifying as a 13-year-old girl and is participating on a swim team in Canada. Are you kidding me? The individual, Nicholas Cepeda. And last week, the Aurilla Recreation Center in Aurelia, uh, Ontario, Canada, was the venue for a swimming tournament hosted by a local swim club. According to the source, the Orangeville Otters were originally slated to compete in the tournament. That's the club that includes, among others, a member, a 50-year-old man who identifies as a 13-year-old girl and gets to shower with the girl. Give me it. Give me the gun. God, great, Charlie Brown. We are, we are totally insane. Sin will do that to you. Speaking of nuts, remember January 6th? Of course you do. That mess at the U.S. Capitol? A riot by a few hundred people, breaking windows, doors, certainly insulting members of Congress by propping their feet up on their desks. Total disrespect. And while Democrats have claimed from the start that it was all an insurrection launched by President Trump at a rally that day, there's been literally no, zippo, no evidence, no evidence of what would be called a true intent for insurrection. That would include a plan to take over the government, the military, the economy, international relationships, the whole ball of wax. How nonsensical and foolish and demonic and, well, you get the idea. Now, there are actually a lot of people that think all of those that have been convicted so far should be executed. Yeah, we've lost it. Oh, he was hot on her trail. Talking about Senator John Kennedy, that Republican from Louisiana, he stumped yet another Biden judicial nominee on Wednesday with some basic questions that would be pertinent to the job. Last month, fake President Biden nominated U.S. Magistrate Judge Robin Merriweather to fill a vacancy on the United States Court of Federal Appeals. That unique court comprises 16 judges holds national jurisdictions, and is tasked with deciding cases involving monetary claims that U.S. citizens make against the federal government. At the hearing, uh, Kennedy just brought up a few basic questions on what the job entailed, and in the end, the woman admitted she did not know. Yep, welcome to the new America. And from our political Who Said That Department... The beer brewed here is used to make the brew beard here. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, Earthrider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. What in the guess who? What was he talking about? He screwed up all the way through his speech. The uh, fake president blasted for his best gibberish yet since he's been 
president speaking there in Superior, Wisconsin, at a beer brewery. Never <laughs> know what he's talking about. Oh, you know, and he's supposed to be our leader. So we go from our dumb to dumber department. The fake vice president, Kamala Harris, suggested this week the poor polling that seems to be gripping her and Biden. Oh, this is great was due to not taking adequate credit for the many administration's accomplishments. Okay, it's just been unfair, unfair that Harris and, and fake President Biden had historically poor approval ratings. And uh, many people, especially those on the left-leaning news department, trying to shore that thing up and tell you all of the wonderful things that has happened in our government since... Joe Biden took over squatting in the White House. Oh, yeah, they are a couple of Looney Tunes, Biden and Harris. And uh, the fact that they are even remotely close in the upcoming election is just scary. What are we thinking? I missed this one. A lot of people use it. Robitussin. That cough syrup has been recalled nationwide for microbial contamination. If you have some, I want to check into that one. Apple said it's going to overhaul its iOS, Safari, and the App Store in the European Union. And the App Store in the European Union in order to appease antitrust regulators. Apple laid off about 2,000 people in its gaming division. The FTC has launched an inquiry into artificial intelligence investments and deals made by Amazon, Alphabet, Microsoft, OpenAI, etc., etc. Well, for all of you fake wrestling fans out there, WWE founder Vince McMahon has been accused of sex trafficking. A lawsuit launched yesterday. A former employee, Janelle Grant, alleged that McMahon sexually abused and trafficked her as a pawn. Uh, McMahon resigned as a CEO in 2022 as the company investigated allegations that he paid women up to $20 million to be quiet about his alleged sexual misconduct. We'll see where that one goes, huh? Are you kidding me? Want to feed your ex to the zoo animals? What? Ahead of Valentine's Day, the San Antonio Zoo bringing back a big fundraiser that allows you to name a cockroach, rat, or vegetable after your ex. And then they feed it to the animals in exchange for money. Turns out it's pretty lucrative. They've raised a quarter of a million dollars doing that in donations so far. It is certainly much faster and cheaper than naming a star after your ex and waiting for it to get swaddled up by a black hole. Four years ago today, basketball sensation Los Angeles Lakers, Kobe Bryant, his daughter, young daughter, and seven other people died in a foggy helicopter crash in California four years ago. How about this? Adults 65 and older will soon outnumber children for the first time in America's history. The U.S. Census Bureau released new projections this year that show the country's changing and aging demographics. By 2030, all baby boomers will be older than age 65, and one in every five Americans will be retirement age. The Census Bureau said the deaths will rise substantially between 2020 and 2050 meaning the country's population will naturally grow very slowly. 
So when you hear the word Good Samaritan, what do you think of? There is one. A Good Samaritan found a lost wallet on a Frontier flight recently and returned it to the rightful owner, but not before putting some extra money in it. What? The wallet belonged to Hunter Shamet, 20 years old, who was on his way to his sister's wedding in Las Vegas earlier this month. It contained his ID, 60 bucks, a debit card, and a signed paycheck. His mom, Jeannie, wrote on Facebook that they were fearing the worst and assumed that everything would be gone, but to their surprise, her son received a package containing a note and, yep, the missing wallet. Found this on your Frontier flight from Omaha to Denver. Row 12, seat F, wedged between the seat. Thought you might want it back. All the best to you. And P.S., I rounded your cash up to an even $100 so you could celebrate getting your wallet back. Have fun. So said the mystery writer. Wow. Oh, you should have a positive attitude and share that with others. You've got so much to be thankful for this day, my friend. And now a few short, gentle reminders, my friend. Hey, you can't enter heaven unless Jesus Christ has entered your heart. Well, amen to that. Have you ever been saved? You know, some call it multitasking. I was thinking about this this morning. I call it uh, doing something else while I'm trying to remember what I was doing in the first place. Does that make sense for, yeah, I'm sure it does. Hey, and remember this, there's always someone out there who thinks you're the bad one. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think Ronald Reagan said this one. It's hard to remember when you're up to your armpits and alligators that you came here to drain the swamp. I like that one. Let's pray that guy gets in and is able to get the job done this time. I wonder if they'll have Bible studies back in the White House soon. Yeah, probably. Okay, where is it? Where is my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Just joined us. You're listening to Hello World. Those listening to the program who follow Jesus Christ have an enemy. His name is Satan. He's a created being. He is loose in the world, but limited in what he can do. Job 1.12. Many people consider him nothing more than a figment of your imagination, which allows him to work undetected while he is a defeated foe. He pretends otherwise. What's his objective? He wants to draw you away from God through both direct and subtle means. He wants to thwart God's purpose in our lives by getting us out of the Father's will. He wants to deny God his rightful glory and honor, which results from choosing to live obedient lives. And he wants to destroy us in this world. You and I, more often than not, need to offer a prayer of surrender to Almighty God. Lord, I offer you complete control today over my mind. That's really his playground. That's all he has to fight you with. Reveal any thinking that does not agree with your holy word and teach me your truth, God. Amen. That's good. So I've been writing this book, The New America, Flood of Evil, and realized this thing could be a thousand pages so many things that we could talk about in the world today and how it's different from the time you were growing up or your parents, grandparents. It's a certainly a new America in so many ways. Where are we going? What do we stand for? Let me ask you today, do you know where you stand? What are we talking about? 
Woodrow Wilson once said, A nation which does not remember what it was yesterday does not know what it is today, nor what it is trying to do. Who was America yesterday? Abraham Lincoln believed that those nations only are blessed whose God is the Lord. That's Bible. In 1811, our Supreme Court stated, Whatever strikes at the root of Christianity tends to destroy civil government. That same body later concluded, Our laws and our institutions must necessarily be based on and include the teachings of the Redeemer. Now, when you think of all the nonsense going on today in this new America, this stuff seems antiquity, archaic, does it not? We've got to include the teachings of God. We've traveled a long way since then, and our past has been essentially forgotten, unfortunately. But it's no accident that we are where we are today. We do not merely drift to this place of moral confusion. You don't just kind of slip and fall into it. No, no. We have been led here by indifference, by those that hate God, by the cowardice of Christians in the face of evil today. In truth, until the dawn of the 20th century, America collectively believed that she was founded upon Christian principles. Sure we did. That's been stolen from us, or maybe we've just given it away. But the 1900s brought an onslaught against our faith that has shaken this country's foundation to the core to this very year. In 1920, John Dewey, the father of progressive education, declared, There is no God and there is no soul. There's no absolute moral code existing today, and therefore man must adjust his ethical standards according to his own judgment. His words eerily echo those written earlier by people living in the darkest ages of Israel's history. Read Judges chapter 7. Hey, here, look at verse 6. In those days, there was no king in Israel, and every man, we've arrived here again, every man did what was right in his own eyes. Isn't that shocking? Back then, the year I was born, in 1947, Justice Hugo Black erroneously interpreted Thomas Jefferson's letter assuring the Danbury Baptist Association that government would not institute a state religion. And this kind of created a wall of separation between church and state that has purged Christianity from virtually all civil influence in the world today, and that's a big problem. Ignore God and his word to your own demise. Isn't that correct, Christian? In 1962, the Supreme Court removed prayer and scripture from the public schools, stating that Bible reading in schools could cause oh, psychological damage to the students. And next, the Ten Commandments were stripped from the public square. We've watched this debate go on for the last couple of decades and see it removed from here and there and everywhere. Without evidence to convict us of God's presence in our lives, it's very easy to ignore the commands of today. How ridiculous the world has become. In many instances, how ridiculous the church has become today. Abortion, pornography, homosexual marriage, everywhere you want to turn, my friend, God is being diminished without our consent. His very existence is being erased from our midst, trying to do away with God. America's greatest enemy does not lie outside of our borders. 
in the past and even today, when I preach my media messages, that is the clue right there. It's not from without the enemy comes, it's from within. We are destroyed from within. Our complacency is destroying the United States of America. It is tempting when confronted by a formidable and determined foe, and there are many, to retreat from battle. I'm just tired of it. I'm going to quit. After all, what difference can one person make in the world today? For too long, God's people have not cared about our spiritual legacy. As Christians, we have a definite responsibility to reclaim our heritage and reestablish the foundations God ordained. We are commanded to be the salt and the light. Yep, he commands that for each one of us. How you doing? My friend, you know that freedom in Jesus Christ is a choice, and often we have old feelings of inadequacy and inferiority that we unwittingly carry over into our new relationship with God. He wants to cut us loose from the bondage created by a sense that we do not deserve any blessings today. However, we must choose freedom. Just as we chose to receive Jesus Christ, we cannot drift like that word, we cannot drift into freedom any more than we can drift into salvation or drift into evil, as we just talked about. The choice to be liberated from satanic enslavement begins a process that changes our way of thinking. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Make no mistake, embracing freedom will incur great pressure from Satan. Though he cannot steal our salvation, he certainly wants to ruin your witness by crystallizing any feelings of inadequacy in you. The first step after committing to freedom is abiding in the scriptures. We meditate on God's word to understand what he says and apply what we learn. That requires more than a quick reading and a busy schedule and a busy day. And secondly, we want to be confident of biblical truth, which clearly defines our position as a child of God. As that certainty fills your thoughts, your mind, your soul, Satan's lies there about your inferiority is going to shatter like a piece of glass. And finally, we can claim the truth that we have gleaned here. When we are confronted by situations that shake our confidence, we can rely upon new thought patterns based upon the Word of God. God declares that we reject thoughts of inferiority and replace them with the accurate self-image described in the Scripture. As His servant, as His ambassador, go for it. That requires believing the truth and choosing to live by it. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Hello World, news, information, comment, the scriptures, brought to you daily by this Christian radio station, The Cross in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and Greg Patton Ministries, and great people just like you. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your financial support. So very, very important. And finally, the pastor was on his way to help a friend, a member of the church who had some problems, on his way, ran out of gas. Went to a gas station about a half mile up the road, and they had no gas can, just had loaned them out. So he headed back to his car, got there, rummaging through some of the things he was taking to a friend. Uh, he was taking a bedpan. Hey, why not? Back to the gas station. Filled it up, came back to the car, and uh, the pastor was filling his tank when two men walked by. One turned to the other and said, Now that is what I call real faith. <laughs> oh, what can you say?
had my say for another day. Going to be in church Sunday? Of course you are. Take the family. Take the neighbors. Good place to be on a Sunday morning, according to Hebrews 10, 24, and 25. So glad you join us every day for Hello World. Join me on Facebook, Greg, Jerry G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. Pray, WHCB's transmitter has life. They're working on it. Need to get that thing fired up and get back on regular radio. For those of you tuning in via the World Wide Web, thank you for your prayers, your support. And that's the way it is. Friday, January the 26th, 2024. I am Greg Patton. God bless you. Have a great weekend.